I've got a moving average. And I've got a... um, I've got a dead king. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where each day we find a couple of things that happened on this day in history and we sort of smash them together in a fighty way. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we are looking out of two separate windows at two separate magnolia trees slowly dying and losing their blossoms in the heat of this oh, interminable wow, lockdown and hoping that oh, somewhere this Lizzie Roper can right. bring us some <laughs> respite. I'm just, pic- I'm just, I'm just <laughs> picturing the cell that you've painted yourself into. Is it your magnolia or do you no, cover your neighbour's magnolia? I to, you see, I learnt this year that you can eat magnolia blossoms and that happened. I learnt that fact just before lockdown. Of course, as that's someone else's one, I can't go and eat because it might be covered in coronavirus. So I can't go and eat yeah. their blossoms. But, I'm, but basically, uh, now you they're can, all going you- and I really want to try to eat one. You can eat anything. It's whether or not it'll kill you is the question. No, apparently it tastes really good. Magnolia, you can have them pickled. They taste like ginger. Magnolia. What, can you? Seriously? Yeah. Well, that's what I, don't I don't know. I will never know because they're all gone for the year. Oh, let's, maybe let's stress, next year. Um, <clears throat> do make sure you do a quick search online <laughs> before taking any before eating magnolia plants. <laughs> magnolia paint before drinking magnolia paint. <laughs> I reckon you can eat fences. I was told you can eat that. Plant. Oh, well, uh, yeah. It's it's time to ease the lockdown for Nat. I think. Uh, yes, Lizzie Roper is our guest judge. She'll be deciding which one of our two things uh, wins today. Mm. Uh, currently, uh, it's too, too, too love to me, to Nat, rather. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's see if we can make it three. I'm going to take you to the 26th of May, 946. Oh. When Edmund I was on the throne. Edmund I was known as... Well, you had lots of people who had their own names. Like, there was around that time, there was uh, Louis the Pious and Charles the Fat and Charles the Bald. Edmund I was Edmund the Deed-Doer, which I think, oh. as names go, is about as vague as it... What should we call him? Oh, no. Edmund the guy did things. Deed-Doer? Yeah. Like, what did he yeah. do? Deeds? Stuff. He did yeah. do deeds, didn't he, do-do? <laughs> did, did he do, do these deeds, or did he do the other deeds? Nice day, Edmund. Yes. What did you do? Deeds. <laughs> that sort of uh, sounds like words to me, you know, like deeds, deeds. Oh Bare man, deeds. Star Wars is excellent. Deeds. Or maybe he was Scottish and he was deed. He will be deed by the end of this story, right? Hey. He succeeded his brother Athelstan and in 944 conquered Northumbria. Um, but his friend Olaf of York had to go and live in Dublin because the people of York didn't like Olaf of York. Uh, he conquered up to Strathclyde, but returned it to King Malcolm of Scotland on the proviso that we would have a peaceful relationship. So he brought peace with Scotland. Uh, and on the oh, we got his nephew Louis the Fourth crowned in France. Uh, Louis the Fourth was the son of Charles the Simple, which is probably the worst, even worse. No, than Charles the Fat. yes, Charles the Fat, Charles the Bald, and Charles the Simple is probably the one. But is that like sample in the French sense, as in like one way? I'm not. <laughs> like an, an aller sample yeah. is a one way ticket. An aller yeah. tour is a return. Yes. It's, so he's, he's, he's Charles the one way. Charles, he only, the... He's like, Charles the set menu. Yeah. Charles, no entry. Charles the, Charles the pricks fix. Yeah. Um, so on the 24th of May, 946, Edmund the first went to Puckle Church in Gloucestershire. I have no idea why. While he was on the road to Puckle Church, a convicted outlaw called Leofa, who was living in the surrounding area, robbing people, um, attacked his seneschal, who was his um, head butler, essentially, the head of his household. Um, and Edmund the first was so irate at this outlaw beating up his one of his friends that he jumped in between them to try and break them up. And he got 
stabbed. Uh, the convicted outlaw, Leofa, um, was trying to steal things from people, so when he robbed you, your money became Leofa bread. Anyway, uh, so Edward intervened, wow. got stabbed. God. I really had to go quite a long way for that. Oh, well. <laughs> oh and I want to come back now, please. You don't, you don't have to work that hard. Like, <laughs> no one's paying you. Like four people are paying you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, that's it. He was. Uh, some people now suggest he was a political assassination rather than just a brigand stabbing him. But that's the story of Edmund the First, killed today in Gloucestershire in 946. Hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Come on, Jake. What have you got? Spit you got it out. Care Bears the movie when that went into the Library of Congress. Okay. Listen, <laughs> wow, guys, get over it. That was yesterday. We've moved on. Um, I've got a thing which I, it's not. It's not really interesting, but it's one of those things that I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, and what an introduction. Know, and it's one of those... Well, what I mean is like, you know, there's bits oh. of furniture in your life that you hear about and you think, oh, yeah. And you can, you never kind of go, oh, what, what, what? what? I've got an open in sore 18... on my knee. Do you want to look at it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I want to show you my papers, you know. I think I'll, I think I'll do, yeah. 26th of May, 1896. Mm. And Charles Dow publishes the first edition oh. of the Jow- Dow Jones Industrial Average. Okay, oh. fine. It's dull, man. Who's it's Jones? dull. Do we but, know who Jones right, is? I will tell you about Jones. Mm. Oh, Jones. Is that Charles Dow started off as a journalist. Uh, mm. He worked on the Providence Journal. And he had a hard time persuading the editor to, to take him on. But uh, he did. And he got a reputation as being a really good quite forensic journalist who was quite scrupulous about attention to detail and stuff. And from the back of that, he got given this quite nice assignment, which was to go uh, along with some bankers to Leadville, Colorado, to report on silver mining. Mm. And he did this really good report and gained the confidence of these financiers and bankers and stuff. And they trusted him because he had this reputation for being quite accurate. And... Uh, so he wrote up this series of reports on it and he talked about like this boom town in the Rockies and like gambling and saloons and dance halls and raw capitalism and investments and how people became millionaires in minutes and how crazy it was. And he talked about uh, mine owners who disappeared and like it was really, really good report. Right. And he a few years later, he went to New York City and he he came up with what was kind of a novel idea. So uh, people would distribute uh, bulletins about the money markets, like uh, companies and how they were doing and stuff. And so these journalists would collate this data and then they'd collate them into bulletins and they'd circulate them. But they were all corrupt and they'd just make up and you'd like, hey, this company's doing great, <laughs> having just bought a load of shares in them. And they'd, they'd, they'd do a thing that has definitely Interesting, without that's almost what any kind of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Host of any kind of breakfast TV yeah, show breakfast TV, uh, I was gonna say, in yes, the well, UK would ever think of doing. Yeah, because if you ran the say, City Slickers column for the Daily Mirror, yeah, yeah, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. Even and say think of a company that. like Viglan, you might yeah. buy some shit. <laughs> anyway, 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 right? Uh, so this guy, Charles Dow, <clears throat> um, was really scrupulous about it and he needed help. So he hired a guy who he knew he could trust because he'd worked with him right at the beginning uh, back in Providence, Edward Davis Jones to work Mm. with him and the two of them just were very very conscientious about it and so they started putting together this two-page summary which was called the customer's afternoon letter 
Uh, and it did really well, got loads of subscribers because people could trust it. And so then they turned it into the Wall Street Journal, which he also founded. Blimey. And then the Dow Jones Industrial Average was, he was the first person to kind of go, hey, actually, you can look at a market trend. He was the first person to say, if you look at how lots of companies are doing mm. and you sort of add all of how they're doing their growth together and then divide it by, so you have, he started with 12 companies, right? So he was like, I'm going to look at all 12 of their uh, profits and then I'm going to divide that number by 12 to get yeah. the average of these 12 companies to see how is the market doing not just specific companies mm -hmm. and that was called the industrial average and that was in 1896 and it was the first time it was ever published was on this day in the mm -hmm. wall street journal which he also founded now it's boring old tripe but now you know <laughs> we do that's probably far more influential than an outlaw stabbing a king <laughs> <laughs> Uh, happy birthday! Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to Helena Bonham Carter, star of Planet of the Apes, Alice in Wonderland, Sweeney Todd, and married to Tim Burton, director of Planet of the Apes, Alice in Wonderland, and Sweeney Todd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy birthday to bow-legged horse drawler with a girl's name, it's John Wayne. And to nose-breathing, permanently disappointed allotment gnome, Jeremy Corbyn. Happy birthday to all of you. Uh, happy death day to... Making the friends. <laughs> We're allowed to say that now. It's Finding fine. lovers, you're no tramp, but um, you're no lady. Happy death day to the venerable Bede. He wrote the ecclesiastical history of the English people um, and was the first invented history. Um, however, he was. I thought the venerable also Bede invent anal retention. He did. He invented a way of removing yeah. the venerable rectal blockage. Um, he he also wrote um, at one point. Prayers are hindered by the conjugal duty because after I perform what is due to my wife, I am not able to pray. Now, I think Lying. he should do what most of us do and just combine the two by shouting, Oh, yes. God! at the moment of <laughs> completion. Happy death day to well, I do it through a sheet whilst reciting the Bible at the absolute top of my voice. And apologising <laughs> repeatedly. Yes. Oh, God, sorry. No, sorry. no, I do not apologise. It is God's work siring children for the Lord. And I take no pleasure in it. No pleasure at all. <laughs> Uh, happy death day to Martin Heidegger, the philosopher who died in 1976, which means that for three years after the uh, release of Monty Python's Matching Tie and Handkerchief album, you could both be Martin Heidegger and be the Martin, and listen to the Bruce's Philosopher song mentioning Heidegger, Heidegger being a boozy beggar. Um, <laughs> happy death day to Hedy Epstein. She was a Holocaust survivor and was on the kinder transport. All but two of her family were killed at Auschwitz. She later became an American political campaigner with a controversial support for Palestinian rights. Um, and she was arrested um, at the in her 80s uh, while supporting Black Lives Matter. She was arrested in 2014 uh, for not God. dispersing at uh, a protest. That's oh, my life. If someone yeah. tried to arrest me, I would instantly disperse, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be cry. so disperse so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, officer. <laughs> Have either of you ever been arrested? No. No. Mm. Have you Have you had your collar no. belt or your uh, whatnot? Even when you were mocking uh, the guards outside Buckingham Palace with foreign accents. <laughs> Maybe she's not there, the queen. <laughs> Maybe she's resting. She's resting. She's asleep. I am doctor. <laughs> Worst. Well, uh... Lizzie Roper, you've heard it now. That's everything that happened on the 26th of May. What is the most significant thing to have happened on this date in history? Yeah, what, what is? Can somebody tell me? 
Think about <laughs> significant. Oh, she gave it. Oh, we're ch- changing the rules now. Not what tickles your titillation, <laughs> what interests your whole. Um, <laughs> let me see. With a let w. me see. With a yes. w. Charles Dow and the Dow Joe Index. They sound like an excellent Motown group, don't they? Mm. Um, Charles Darth Vader. Charles <laughs> Dow. Charles Dow. Oh, um, it's very We've difficult. It's very difficult for me. <laughs> it's very <laughs> difficult for me. Um, oh, we have um the deed doer. I'm a deed doer. I'm a deed doer. I do the deeds and I do the do. Um, that's why he got mugged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never go up to a highwayman saying that. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. Oh, it's really difficult. Um, I think you have to work harder. I think. Mm. What about? <laughs> <laughs> no. Whatever it is. <laughs> what You're about if Charles? some kind of playoff. <laughs> yes. What about? What about if Charles Dow met? Edmund the First. Yeah. Time travelling. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, what you answer? Oh no, 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 no. This oh, is not yeah. whose line is it anyway? It's still not happening. <laughs> yes, it is. There's Edmund the First. Nat's one. Nat's one. It's funny. Nat's one. I really don't care. <laughs> I'm so undecided, stuck here in my tiny padded Nat, cell. We'll be back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Edmund the First. Not a lot of people know that he had a hair lip, and uh, Charles Dow. Had a very- <laughs> <laughs> he will be playing. <laughs> Exclusively <laughs> breathed helium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, through his mouth. Come along. Come along. <laughs> Monkey boys, dance! No, you're not making the cut. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do it! Do it! Do it! All right. How would How would Charles Dow do a strip tease? Three point two. Three point one. Okay, do I now have to make a decision? Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think the winner is. Yes! (laughs) Wow. You could have redeemed yourself. You could have redeemed yourself. (laughs) You chose not to come here. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) You refused to demean yourself for the pleasure of someone down the phone line. All I wanted was a little vignette of a hunchback. A hunchback. Put, put, adding up numbers, but oh no, you, you are too high and mighty, so that <laughs> taply rules. Because he has no standards. There is no <laughs> level to which he won't debase himself. <laughs> <laughs> to see quite how far I will go, come back tomorrow. <laughs> when we'll be discussing more of the amazing, wonderful things that happened in history. And uh, Lizzie will have prepared something. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Bye. Uh, Bye. Take care. Bye. (laughs) 